You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars, I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I know I did. I got to celebrate my 30th birthday with many of you guys at the Bourbon Room last Thursday night and Friday afternoon, and I got to spend the weekend. Well, Saturday, I kind of took the day off, chilled, had just like a day at home with Sky, made some dinner, which was nice. And then Sunday, I spent it with my family. So I had a pretty good weekend. Hopefully, you guys had a lot of fun over the weekend as well. Maybe you spent it with your fathers. Maybe you spent it with your daddies or your sugar daddies. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, however you spent the weekend. No judgment, all love. I just hope you made it worth it because I know I did. Um... We have a lot to break down today. Let's see. What are we what are we discussing today? We're gonna talk about Kim Zolciak and Croy, because the divorce is strange and weird, and now the kids are getting involved. Tori and Dean, are they together? Are they not together? He announced the divorce, but it's not really a divorce, or is it? Courtney and Travis are having a baby. We'll get into all of that. Um, and then Spotify has officially dumped Megan and Harry, which it's about time. It's about damn time. In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Fabulous. I give uh, way too much. Four shots in my cup. Okay, so first off, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that came out on Thursday night to the Bourbon Room to come and celebrate my 30th birthday. And come on out for a no-filter night out here in LA. It was a lot of fun. It was very memorable, very special. Um, we kicked off the evening with a VIP pre-party for all of our VIPs and our ultra VIP guests that came on out. We had burgers, we had fries, we had popcorn. Of course, we had to have lots of fries and popcorn that the bourbon room made. For our VIPs, it was very yummy, very delicious. We had some very fun cocktails that were crafted by my pals at Bioray, the natural detox company. We had like a Give Them Lala tequila cocktail that was also like available non-alcoholic. We called it Give Them Lala AF for alcohol-free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that. And we had some lady passion in it. Bioray has different like um, tinctures that help promote natural detox And so one of them was Lady Passion. We had another cocktail that was made with Red Rooster, which is supposed to help with like stamina and boost in in performance. Um, Lady Passion is supposed to help, you know, with with making sure you're feeling very passionate, ladies. And then we also had a Liddy City cocktail that was like vodka-based that we made with some Vargas vodka because we had lots of Vargas vodka. And that one was really yummy as well. We had um, some liver lover in that. Or sorry, no, some... um, 
We had some loving energy in that, which was delicious. So that was a lot of fun. Lala got to come out. but And then we had a great show we had in, which very special shout out and thank you to Christian Dilatori from The Traders on Peacock. He was there. You'll remember he's the one with the curly hair. He was one of the traders. Um, he was very bad at the game, but he was he was in the live show on, on Thursday night. MJ from Shaw's of Sunset was in the live show on Thursday night. Spilled lots of tea about Shaw's ending. We had my boys, Evan Real, who you'll know either from Page Six or from his podcast, Virtual Reality. I believe he's out in Europe right now. He was just in like Canes interviewing Jen Fessler. Shout out to Evan Real. We had Jeff Epstein. Yes, that is his real name. I adore Jeffrey. Um, he not not that Jeff Epstein, but my friend Jeff Epstein, who he hosts the Manic Podcast. You may know him from Pop Goggles. That was his former Instagram account. He's really really funny. He's a comedian. He was in the show. Steven, Faces by Bravo, he was in the show. He was also great, like, spilled lots of tea during our Tea Spillers panel. We had Jolene Lunzer, who opened the show. She's fucking hilarious. You guys need to follow Jolene Lunzer. I adore her. She's so funny. She was a great MC for the night. She killed it. They all killed it, and it was a great night. But I do need to address the elephant in the room, because um, as grateful as I am that people came out to the show and the people bought live stream tickets to watch the show, there was one big piece that um, was a little unfortunate that I am very, very sorry for, guys. And that's that Lala Kent was supposed to be in our show that night. Um, Lala was supposed to be in the show. However, she was no longer able to participate in the show, which is why she was there hanging out with everybody and taking photos at our VIP pre-party, which is where I was doing my meet and greet. She came on out. She took some photos with people. She was taking selfies. She was hanging out. She was having a good time, which I was so, so grateful for. She, um, unfortunately, like, here's, here's, here's the scoop. So I got a call on, so the show was Thursday. I got a call Wednesday afternoon saying, hey, by the way, Lala can't do the show after all. And I was like, what do you mean, Lala? I can't do the show after the show's tomorrow. What do you mean? And they're like, yeah, Bravo has decided that they're putting all of the Vanderpump Rules cast members, and from now what I've heard, it's a lot of Bravo talent, on press holds. And so right now all of the Vanderpump Rules cast is on a press hold, and they're no longer allowed to do interviews, which includes live events. So they're being put on hold right now unless it's something that Bravo has specifically booked themselves and wants to do. I don't know if those specific interviews – that Bravo is booking are paid interviews. I would imagine, like I would think, I don't know this for certain, but I would speculate, I would think that the Call Her Daddy interview that Ariana did where she spilled a lot of tea about Vanderpump Rules, I would think that that was possibly a paid interview. I know Spotify and Call Her Daddy have that kind of budget to pay up a lot up front. Um, that's my own speculation. I don't know if that is true or not, but I would imagine that's part of the reason they've gotten a little more selective about the types of podcasts that they have been doing lately. Um, obviously, there's a lot to monetize with Scandaval, but I was really disappointed because we had booked this long before Scandaval blew up. It was on the books. It was confirmed. I was talking to Lala on Tuesday about, you know, arrival details and car service and whether she needed a car or what and green room. And like we were having a discussion about the show on Tuesday because the show was on Thursday. And then Wednesday is when I got the call that Bravo was now no longer allowing Lala to participate in the show, which to me was just, I feel like I've always had a pretty good relationship with Bravo. So for them to do that, 
I mean, we really tried to bargain. And I was like, okay, we will make sure that we talk about anything but Vanderpump. We'll talk about Give Them La La Beauty. We'll talk about Randall. We'll talk about our charity work. We'll do whatever we can. But, like, how can you just not let her participate when she's announced that she's going to be in this show? I've announced that she's going to be on this show. Her face is on the promos. Obviously, you know, it was we were selling tickets to a live taping of No Filter with Zach Peter slash my 30th birthday party. So, you know, obviously when you're having a live show, talent is always subject to change. You know, that's always in the fine print, you know. So I just never thought that I would be in a situation where I would have to be like, yeah, talent is subject to change. So at the last minute it changed, which I was just disappointed because I know a lot of people were looking forward to seeing Lala on stage and talking about, you know, Scandaball or Vanderpump or whatever. People were just looking forward to seeing the live show with myself and Lala. And unfortunately, we were no longer able to make that happen because Bravo had, you know, interfered and were no longer allowing that to happen. They wouldn't even allow it with um, quite preset questions. I was like, I'll give you all the questions ahead of time. I'll make sure that not a single question or anything in any way, shape or form will talk about Vanderpump Rules. I will, we won't do audience Q&A. That way we can control the conversation. Um, and it was just a hard, firm, nope, not going to happen. Sorry, sucks to suck, basically. Which, again, was very disappointing because I wanted to create a great experience and a great show for everybody. And I hate that I felt embarrassed that I had to go up on stage that night and actually share. I was hopeful that up until the very last minute, we were able to make something work. And unfortunately, we were not able to make something work. I'm very, very grateful um, to Lala for being so kind and gracious enough to at least still attend the event and take photos with people and kind of hang out at our pre-party. I hope she had a wonderful weekend with her family. Like I, you know, I just, I hate that this is how it all kind of had to go down um, because I know she really wanted to be there and she felt very badly about it. I do hope we can make the interview happen at some point. Uh, at this point, it's really just pending Bravo's approval, but um, disappointed is a very light way of putting it because again, I thought I had a great relationship with Bravo and to see this happen and to have it be such a last minute thing and for there to be like no wiggle room of like, yeah, you can talk to her. Fine. Take her on stage for 20 minutes and talk to her about give them La La Beauty. Let it be a promotional thing for her brand. Something, anything. I just, I didn't understand where that decision came from or why that decision came and why it was so last minute and why there was no wiggle room. But I do just want to say I apologize to everybody that did want to see Lala that night and was not able to. That was not my intention. I wanted to create a great event I wanted to create a great show and I hope those of you that came still got to enjoy in the moment because it was a very special moment for me being my 30th birthday and being able to share that with you meant a lot to me so I'm very grateful to everybody that came out I can't say that enough um and I'm very grateful to Lala and again thank you to MJ Christian Stephen, Jeff, Evan, um, thank you to Vargas Vodka for providing vodka. Thank you to Dry Farm Wines. I love Dry Farm Wines. Todd at Dry Farm Wines, thank you for giving us lots of champagne and some rosé. Low, low alcohol, zero sugar wine. Delicious. You guys can try that at dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K-Z-A-C-K. Um, 
thank you to my pals at BioRay. Thank you to my pals at Chomps for making the live stream possible. And thank you to my pals at Pure Cane. Very special shout out to my pals at Pure Cane, which is a zero, all natural, zero calorie sweetener with no bitter aftertaste. It's diabetic friendly. It's keto friendly. It's delicious. It's great to, to put into your coffee. It's great to mix into a cocktail. Great substitute when baking. If you want to cut back your sugar, uh, they have the granular sweeteners. They have brown sweeteners. They have confectioner sweeteners for the bakers out there. You have options. It's derived naturally from sugar sugarcane so it gives you all the sweetness that you love without the calories or the health risks it's my go-to sweetener and has been for years now i would say probably the last like four and a half years so i suggest you check them out at purecane.com that's purecane.com or you can always order using my amazon storefront it's in there as well so shout out to purecane but thank you guys the dirty 30 show was fantastic regardless i hope you had fun I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for being there. All right, let's get into the tea. So much tea, baby. Okay, so Kim Zolciak's daughters have wished Croy Bierman a happy Father's Day, despite this ugly little divorce situation that they got going on. Ariana and Brielle posted on their Instagram on Sunday wishing Croy a happy Father's Day which is strange considering things with their mom have gotten messy in this whole divorce. I would think that they would take their mom's side. So it's a little strange to me that, you know, I think Brielle like had unfollowed Croy and now she's following Croy again. I think she unfollowed him when it was announced about the divorce. So I don't know if the girls are just trying to play nice with both of the parents or if maybe they're starting to see and take Croy's side in all of this. Like, I can't imagine that they'd bail on their mother altogether. But, I mean, that's a pretty bold move, right? To wish him a happy Father's Day and to, you know, make it be a public proclamation considering Kim doesn't really seem to be happy with Croy right now and vice versa. They seem to be making a lot of accusations against each other. Things have gotten really contentious. Either the girls are not trying to get involved or they are taking Croy's side. I just never thought that they would take Croy's side over Kim's side because they're so loyal to their mother. But Croy, I mean, he is their father, right? He adopted them. They have his last name. So I understand why they would still give him that shout out. But I just, I wonder if Kim feels like it's a betrayal. Is it a betrayal? I mean, he did adopt them and he's been in their lives for a very long time now. I know that there's naturally still some love there. I guess it's like when your parents split, right? Your mom and your dad, when they break up, when they divorce, like you're still going to love both of your parents. I just think it's weird because he's like the adoptive father and that's not to take away from adoption but or adoptive parents. They're still very much parents. I just, I don't know. I thought since the girls were a little bit older, they weren't like infants or toddlers when he came into the picture. I just thought maybe they would have sided with their mom, but I guess, I guess not. Very curious how Kim feels about it though. Very curious what you think about it. Do you feel like it is a betrayal to Kim? It's not just their stepdad. It's their adoptive father. He adopted them. He's technically their dad. So interesting. Very, very interesting. Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, 
the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. And then in other breakup, divorce, messy news, we have this whole situation with Tori and Dean. So Tori and Dean, are they together? Are they not together? What the heck is the situation? Because Dean went and posted on his Instagram some photos with him and Tori, and he wrote in a caption on IG, It's with great sadness and a very heavy heart that after 18 years together and five amazing children that Tori Spelling and I have decided to go our separate ways and start a new journey on our own. We will continue to work together as loving parents and guide and love our children through this difficult time. We ask that you all respect our privacy as we take this time to surround our family with love and work our way through this. Thank you for all the love and support. Oh, thank you for your support and kindness. And then he did a little prayers hands emoji. So it was like, oh, God, they're splitting up. He made it official. He made an announcement. Well, then he ended up taking that down shortly after. And then a source came out and they revealed that Tori and Dean have had their ups and downs like any couple, but they've continued working on their marriage through couples counseling. They love each other and are not going to split. So apparently they got into a big fight the night before, which prompted Dean to then post on Instagram. But it doesn't appear that like Tori's ready to let him go. Now, there have been rumors that they've been split for a really long time and that they were kind of their relationship was on the fritz and they weren't doing well. And then I think there were like photos that saw that looked like they were leaving like an attorney's office and it seemed like there were like child custody something situation going on. So I don't know. Like, I wonder if they're staying together for the kids or if they really are trying to make things work. I don't know. But it's weird, right? Like, why would he go and announce that they were splitting up if they're not really splitting up? Or was he trying to split up and she just didn't want to leave him? She didn't even wish him a happy Father's Day. But she also didn't wish him a happy Father's Day last year either, I don't think. She, like, spent the day with, like, Lance Bass and his his husband and, like, wished them a happy Father's Day. But, like, didn't wish Dean a happy Father's Day. I don't know. The whole thing to me is just strange, bizarre, weird. I want them to be together, but, like, I just, I don't know if I really see them going the distance. Like, I thought that they were going to break up during the whole um, True Tory era. Remember that? When there was that Lifetime show called True Tory, and it was, like, just, like, about their relationship and him cheating on her. And that was also just, like, dark and deep. And we were in their therapy sessions, and it was just so intense and so dramatic I remember even at the time, Shannon Doherty was like, well, I guess if that's, you know, cathartic for them, it's really intense, though. But, like, that's crazy. And they were just putting all of their business out there and just, like, sobbing on camera. So I thought their relationship was done then, and then they made it through that. So it's like, okay, maybe they're going to last. Maybe they're going to write to the end. I mean, do we think he really wants out? Or do you think maybe she was like, I'm leaving you, we're done? And then he posted the – maybe he believed that they were broken up, and then that's why he posted – 
the message. But like that's a little soon, right? Like you got in a fight last night, so then the next morning you announced to the world that you guys are splitting up after what fifteen years together. That's a little dramatic and a little excessive. So I don't know. What are your theories? Because I'm a little confused about the whole thing. I know that their relationship hasn't been perfect. But like, I mean, they have to stick it out. It's Tori and Dean. I want them to stick it out. But then again, I also wanted like Scott and Courtney to work out. And I'm glad that that didn't work out. But yeah. Tis what it is. But for at least for now, they're still together. Happily together forever. Imagine me and you. I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. Or are they happy together? Well, in some better news, we have Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker who are excited to announce that they are expecting a baby. So she took to her Instagram account and she, I guess, took inspo from an old Blink-182 music video where there was a woman and she was holding up a sign. She's like in the concert and it says, Travis, I'm pregnant. So Courtney decided to do the same thing at Travis's Blink-182 concert over the weekend. She was holding up a sign that said, Travis, I'm pregnant. And then everyone's like, oh my God, Courtney's pregnant. And then Travis comes out and he kisses her. Now, based off of the photos that she posted on her Instagram with this announcement, like, she's clearly very pregnant. Like, there's no way this announcement was a shock to him. Like, he's clearly known about this for a while because her stomach is huge. Like, she's ready to have a baby. And even Shayna Mokler, who's Travis Barker's ex, she confirmed that by saying that she's no- that she, Shayna, has known about this for weeks. So I highly doubt Courtney's the one that told Shayna I'm sure Travis had a conversation or maybe she heard about it from the kids. I don't really know, but yeah, she's pregnant. She's having a baby, which is actually kind of cool because they've been wanting a baby. They've been expecting, you know, a child for a long time by going with the, I think, what did they do? IVF. And they were like trying all these different things. They were putting her on hormones so they could try to get pregnant. And then she was like, I'm going to stop all of that. And if it's God's will, then it's God's will. And guess what? God said, yes, girl, he gave her a baby. So Shayna Mokler told Us Magazine about the pregnancy news. She says, I'm very excited for them. I hope they have a great experience bringing a new life into the world, which I thought was very nice and good for Shayna for like being the bigger person and kind of, you know, embracing this. I know she hasn't necessarily embraced the relationship entirely in the past. So it's nice to see that, you know, when there's a baby coming, that changes things, right? We love babies. But according to sources, Scott Disick is just trying to take care of himself right now. And he's trying to be supportive of Courtney and Travis. But I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, at what point are we just going to move on? Like, why are you trying to take care of yourself? Like, she's literally married to another guy. And, like, things are moving along for her. So I think things should move along for you too, Scotty. There's no more processing of things. Y'all have been broken up for years at this point. So, like, what do you have to take care of? I just, I don't get it. I think Scott's a little too dramatic and he just needs to accept that he lost her. She's the one that got away and he had a chance to get her back and he didn't. And he just has to accept that those is the facts. Okay, let's talk about Meghan Markle. So Spotify has officially dumped Meghan and Harry. They are dunzos. I guess they have not paid them out their full $20 million because they 
failed to produce enough content for the network. As you'll remember, they signed a deal with Spotify for $20 million back in 2020. And I guess now the network's like, all right, this was not worth the investment because you only produced like 12 podcast episodes in that time. And I think we're done paying you because you barely did anything for us. And even Bill Simmons, who's one of the executives now at Spotify, and I believe he was one of the founders of The Ringer. He has now come out and on his podcast, he says he called them fucking grifters, which I don't disagree with. I think they are grifters. I mean, come on, they made Tyler Perry give them refuge in his Beverly Hills mansion when they felt like, you know, the paparazzi were stalking them in Canada. They freeloaded off of Tyler Perry. So I do think that they're grifters and I do think that they were planning on keeping their $20 million until Spotify's like, yeah, this is not worth our investment. This ain't even worth it. And now on top of that, it's being reported by the New York Post that Megan didn't even conduct all of her own interviews for her podcast. Her producers are the one that conduct the ones that conducted some of the interviews. Of course she did all the celebrity interviews, but like some of the expert interviews she did not participate in. They actually the producers are the ones that actually interviewed those guests. And then later they clipped in sound bites from Megan after the fact. So Megan would then tape herself asking the question and then the per they would play the clip of the person answering the question, even though that person never had a conversation with Megan Markle. Which to me is just weird. Like, what's the point of even doing this? And also, like, what is she doing with her time that's preventing her from taping a one-hour podcast episode? She doesn't have to edit it. She doesn't have to promote it. You know, she doesn't have to design marketing assets to promote it. She doesn't have to do a press tour to promote her podcast. Like, she literally has time to do an interview for a once a week podcast. And instead, all she wanted to do was a 12 hour episode where she only got to interview celebrities and everybody else she couldn't be bothered with. I think the the whole thing is weird. It's strange. But like, honestly, like, what are you doing that makes you so busy that you can't host a podcast hiding from the paparazzi while they're chasing you down Manhattan? It's just weird. I agree with Bill Simmons. I think that they're grifters. I think that they are entitled and want money for the sake of wanting money because they think that they're a name of some sort. And I'm just like, you know what? Enough. Enough. I'm over it, Meghan Markle. I'm over it, Prince Harry. What's Harry's last name? Balls? What is Because she's Duchess and he's the Duke. But they're not even allowed to be called Duchess and Duke anymore, right? Even though we still technically refer to them as that. I don't know, but I'm glad Spotify decided to, to dump them. Because if they weren't bringing anything in, then why keep them? Bye, Harry and Meghan. You're going to continue to burn all your bridges. If you continue at this rate, thinking that you're better than everybody, I don't recommend it. Okay? I recommend we kind of get it together. Oy, 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 vey, mamma mia. Here we go again. Um, okay. Well, that's what I got for you. The Royal Grifters, the Tori and Dean, the Kim and Croy the Courtney and Travis, lots of couples news, lots of relationship news. What a time, what a time, what a time to be alive. All right, guys. Well, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will have a new episode of the podcast out this Wednesday. It's going to be good. We're going to get into some of that tea that MJ be sharing on this Wednesday. 
I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. Give Pierre Kane a try at PierreKane.com. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a nice review because I love good reviews. I love that validation. It helps the show grow. It helps the show stay in the top charts. And I would be eternally grateful for your support. So please show the podcast some love. Show me some love. And I will talk to you. Talk to you soon. Ciao for now.